What it is, what it is, what it is, everybody. It is me, it is me, Biddy B, and welcome back to another episode of the Ultimate You Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Biddy B Bender, and I hope that you is ready. That's right, I hope that you are ready. Whether if your name is Eddie, whether if your name is Freddie, or even if your name is Teddy, and you might just be bebopping and rocking steady. You might even be eating spaghetti and you're rolling in a Chevy. Whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. I know it ain't Thursday. I know it ain't Thursday. But in all sincerity, I hope that you are ready for today's episode. Because last week, in episode number eight, I talked about having an ear to hear. And that was part one of this part of the series. And today marks part two, a.k.a. part do, D-E-U-X. And today's episode is entitled, Where's Your Treasure? Yes, we're going to talk about it today. We're going to talk about where is your treasure? What do you focus on? Who do you focus on? Because where our treasure is, there our heart is also. Woo! A lot of meat, a lot of steak and taters within this podcast today. But before we get going, I just want to take the time to say that I appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in to the podcast. I hope that you had a great and excellent day, had a great weekend, you had a great week. I hope that your morning, your evening, your afternoon, your brunch time, your lunch time, whatever time of day it is, I hope that it is going great, epic, and swell all at the same time. And if for whatever reason, today is just not going your way. If today is not going in the direction that you envision, well, I hope that this podcast, I hope that this voice can be a small contribution in helping you reach the trajectory, changing trajectories of your day from going to nay to the yay side. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get this podcast started. But as you know, let's go ahead and get that sponsor going. Let's get it. Oh, homeo, homeo, wherefore heart thou homeo. That's right. I did not stutter and you did not hear incorrectly. I'm going to say it again. Homeo, homeo, wherefore heart thou homeo. And the reason why we are starting with that is because we're going to ask boatloads of questions in this episode of the podcast, in this part of this series entitled The Art of of the heart. And this is part two of the ear to hear. Because in order for us to go to next levels and go to higher levels, we got to be able to hear things, not just from our physical ears, but we got to be able to hear with our heart. Once again, the word hear is in the word heart and the word ear is in the in the word heart as well. So I, as I've mentioned, I felt really compelled to just break down what I truly believe that what this series is all about, what we need to know, what we need to apply, what we need to learn, what we need to grow in on this journey, because it's all about the value decisions that we make. I'm going to say that again, the valued decisions that we make, but not just any type of value. Okay. Okay. Because 
the foundational verse for this episode of the podcast is going to be Matthew 621. Because where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Oh, let's say that one more time. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. We've heard the phrase that this person's got a, a heart of gold. They've got a heart of pure gold. So let's kind of start out by breaking down those two words, the word pure and then the word gold. Again, I'm going to customize and objectively break down these two words. So when you think of the word pure, you think about something that stands alone. It's set apart. It's not tampered. It can't be tampered with. It can't be messed with. It is divine. It is it is holy. It is just set apart. I think set apart for me, that's that those are the two words that stand out the most to me as far as when something is pure and when something is holy. All right. And because we as people, we always say, and I'll be honest, I believe it can get overused and and I'm not trying to, you know, be a hater or anything, because I I wanna believe that when we as people say what I'm about to say, we have good intentions, we have the right intentions behind saying it, and we want to grow in it, we want to be the best in it. But what, what I'm about to say is we all want to be the best version of ourselves. We all want to be the best version of ourselves. Well, as as freely and as flippantly as that comes from our lips, we got to understand the weight that comes behind that. The weight that comes behind wanting to be the best version of ourselves. Because when I think of the word pure, I also think of the word best. Another two words that stand out to me when it comes to the word pure is stand alone. When you think about someone that is number one in any form of a sport, any form of a competition, they stand alone. The efforts that they put forth, the practice, the blood, the sweat equity, the tears, all the effort that they put into that, that, that they are they are the best when they uh, achieve that number one status, that number one ranking in, in the outcome of whatever it is that they are competing for. OK, so being pure is not something you can just slip on a banana peel. It's not something you just accidentally stumble upon. It, it does. It takes hard work. It takes hard work to in the instance of someone competing for something in a sport, you know, competing for a trophy, a championship, something like that. It takes hard work for that individual or it takes hard work for that team to achieve that championship ring, to achieve that trophy. Yes, I'm, once again, I'm I'm all about using these sports analogies because I want to help you to understand. I want to help you to grow in everything that I'm going to be discussing in this and in the remainder of this series. Because as I mentioned, pure, it cannot be tampered with. There is no speck of dirt within the word pure. There is no compromise within the word pure. It is, you, you want to think about something that is better than white hot you know when you think of something that is white hot it means like when you say something when you say about someone oh man they're on a white hot streak you know i mean that it just means that they are just on a roll that they own one they are on one but when something is pure that's better than white hot when something is pure it is just 
it is something that we cannot achieve on our own. Okay, so all right, so I think you get the point about the word pure. It's 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 about being set apart. It's about making moves that are set apart. It's about thinking and living a lifestyle that's set apart. That is what pure means. And when you think about the word gold, one thing that I come to discover and my preparation for this podcast is that gold is extraterrestrial. Okay, I'm not this big time expert on gold, but what I found out, what I discovered is that gold is extraterrestrial. And simply put, it just means that gold was created in outer space. And it reminds me of episode four of this podcast when I talked about in the world of the stress. That was the title of the podcast. But I talked about in that episode that we're supposed to be, we should be people that are in this world, but not of this world. We are to be people that are in the world, but our actions, our thoughts, our intentions are something that is completely out of this world. So next time when you say that someone has a heart of gold or they have a a heart of pure gold, really stop and think about what you're saying. Think about the, the weight, the substance, the meat behind that statement. Think about the protein behind that statement. When you say a person has a heart of gold, you're really saying something. It ain't just some run of the mill statement that should just be thrown out there. With all due respect, we got somewhere between six and seven some odd billion people on this planet. that's That's not something you could just throw out freely saying that this person has a heart of gold. I mean, that person has to really be living it, living that lifestyle of having a heart of gold. And, I, and I'm always going to say this. I'm not saying that they got to be perfect. I'm not saying that they're going to always make great and perfect choices. But you just know that being around them enough, it, 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 that, that, that gold that's on the inside of them, so to speak, it oozes out of them because they think gold. They have a heart of gold. The words they speak over themselves the words they speak over others are pure gold so therefore it is it becomes easier and simpler for them to live a lifestyle of gold okay i'm talking metaphorically i ain't talking about jewelry okay so when we think about that when we say that about somebody else think about really what you're saying that person has a heart of gold of pure gold so And I'm talking about gold once again is because in the previous episodes, I've talked about the the analogy of our hearts being championship trophies. We got to protect our hearts. We got to protect our hearts when we guard our hearts above all else, because it determines the course of our lives. When we operate and think from that perspective and think from that mindset, we really grow in the idea we really grow in the truth of valuing our hearts keeping our hearts preserved and the some of the uh, some of the questions i'm going to ask in this episode are going to help make sense they're going to help shed light of what i'm saying and what i'm talking about like for example you might think about relationships you hear about people what kind of relationship are you in right now for those of you that may be dating, you, you think about people that, man, they put their heart, they put their soul, they put their everything into that relationship. Now, it's one thing to put all your energies and efforts into a relationship. Uh, but 
what kind of dividends is that relationship bringing you? What kind of return are you getting out of that relationship? And I'm talking about relationships as an example because when we are people that put our all into something, when we put our energies, our efforts, our desires into, and again, relationships is just an example. It's not the only thing that is to that that the answer should be limited to okay this is just a a typical example because like i said there's somewhere between six and seven billion people on the planet and we were created we were formed to have relationship with relationships with other people and i just believe it is a, a an easy and a huge topic to discuss so th- this is just for example if we are people that let's say a man and a woman are dating Let's say they spend all their time together. You've heard stories about you know, people that have they spent all. And what I mean by spend all their time together, I'm talking about like they just forego and it just just not really cognizant of other things going on in life or not cognizant of other things going on in the world. Things like that. I'm talking about putting that relationship on the throne. That's when we get into trouble. And again, as I mentioned, it's not limited to just relationships. It could be. Anything that's on the throne. So I'm going to start. So I'm going to start with that question. Who's on the throne or what is on the throne? Again, let's talk about that foundational verse I talked about for where your treasure is there. Your heart will be also. OK, so if, if we put in our treasures in a relationship that is not giving us the right dividends, that is not giving us the right return. Okay, when I and when I say return, I'm talking about a return that is that is forever, Uh, uh, a return that is eternal in the right sense, in the right perspective. And when I talk about putting your treasures in something, again, it's not just relationships. It could be it could be an addiction. It could be alcohol. It could be alcohol abuse. It could be some form of substance abuse. It could be. Like I said, it could be someone in a relationship. You put all your trust and your hope in that person for that relationship to work. We put all our hope and our trust in our business, our career. We we put all our hope and our energies and our efforts into our businesses, our careers, our jobs, whatever it is. We put our we, we put those things on the throne. We put those things on the throne in, in, in essence of we are depending on those entities, those things, again, whatever that is for you, we are putting those things in place of who should be on the throne and what really should be on the throne. Because if we are going to be people that are putting those types of things on the throne, it's just like it's just like the hourglass. When you have sand that's in a little hourglass, eventually it's just going to run out. It's just going to dissipate. It's just going to disappear. And and the, the thing is, when we are people that live in the here and now, because like I said, we think that 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 career, we think that that certain relationship, we think that that job, we think that person, that substance, that addiction, whatever, we think that thing is going to bring us fruit that lasts forever, so to speak. We think that thing is going to satisfy us eternally. But we're dead wrong. <laughs> we're dead wrong because we're thinking we're thinking sand and we're not thinking rock. We're not building up on a rock. We're building up on sand. OK, 
in those instances, we're building up our sand. But what we really want to do is we want to build on a rock. Okay, we want to build a house. Okay, we want to build that house and lay that foundation brick by brick by brick by brick by brick. And each brick that you lay represents that you are putting your treasures, you are putting your heart, your desires into that house, so to speak. And when you are building that house, I want you to catch what I'm saying. When you are building that house, you are building something that will outlast you. You are building something that will last forever. Okay, when you have a man and a woman that are dating and they are spending the right amount of time with each other. And I can't give you a I'm not here to give you an exact blueprint of what that time frame is. But just in generally speaking, when that man and woman are spending time together, they're putting their treasures uh, within that relationship because they know what the outcome is that they want to achieve within that relationship. And then when they get to the point where they start talking about making plans for marriage and then they get to a point where they get married. Okay. They, they want a marriage that is built on love because when it comes to a marriage that is built on love, true love, pure love, ain't no sand in that. Let me tell you, there is nothing but rock within that. There is nothing but rock within that. There is nothing but building a house within that, building that foundation, laying that foundation brick by brick by brick, getting the first floor done, the second floor and the third floor. How many of the floors you want the house to be that you are just focused on laying that foundation and to where to a point to where it is solid, it is sturdy and it is indestructible. Because you realize the God given strength on the inside of you is helping you to lay that foundation down. And that's what I'm talking about. When you are a person that when you put your your heart, your treasures in the right chest, when you put your treasures in the right treasure chest, things can things can begin to grow. And not only that, I want you to really pay attention that those things, it cannot be stolen. It cannot be stolen. And it is not going to disappear. It is not going to blow away into the wind. Because it's not because that type of stuff is not built on sand. It's not temporary. It's not just for the here and now. Oh, I get it. You want to enjoy the here and now. I totally get it. I understand that. But you also got to you got to look to the future. You got to build for the future. You got to build long term. You can't just be for the here and now. I understand it can be challenging for a lot of us to live in a world of immediate satisfaction. I'll be the first to tell you, I, I have I've experienced that many times, immediate satisfaction. And it is it is not what it it is not what it is cracked up to be in many different ways. We experience immediate satisfaction. Immediate satisfaction does not re- give you long term games in return. I'm going to say that again. Immediate satisfaction does not give you long term gains in return. So we have to be people that are we are about the delayed gratification. We are about the building slowly but surely, as I like to say. Okay, so when it comes to building a house, building that house that I talked about in a previous episode, when we are building our house, we have to have the right treasures. 
We have to have the right desires. We have to have the right motives, the right intentions. Again, we're still talking about that pure gold set apart, standing tall, brick by brick, laying that foundation, growing into that ultimate person that we are supposed to be, growing into that ultimate person that we are called to be. It's, it's all about making those types of valued decisions. It is all about making those types of valued decisions in order for us to lay our treasures in a place where those treasures cannot be stolen. Those treasures cannot be filled with uh, uh, um, rust and they cannot be destroyed. Any type of deception, thieves and burglary cannot get their hands on those types of treasures when you are building in the right direction. Because when we are focused on the here and now, when we are focused on building for the here and now and not really thinking about the future or not saving for the future or not thinking about investing the th- investing in the things up above when our heart is not invested in the things up above we are we are essentially living for the temporary we are living for the 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 quick moment if you will we are living for the quick vapor okay and we got to be people that shift our mindsets towards living for the eternal living for those things that will outlast you, building that legacy, doing those things that will outlast you. And with the right frame of mind, with the right intentions, with the right vision, with the right heart. OK, so again, I talked about I wanted to ask you some questions. So as I mentioned, where is your heart today? What is the location of your heart? Where have you laid your heart down Is your heart currently laid down in a relationship? And now this particular time I I talked about uh, moments ago, I talked about, you know, a dating relationship as a generic example. But this time I'm talking about any type of relationship. It doesn't matter what type of relationship it is. Where is your heart laid down? If you evaluate your your friendships and relationships, whatever types of relationships they are. How invested is your heart in those relationships and are you getting any type of returns that are eternal? You know, and when I say. When I say returns that are eternal, I'm talking about returns that will outlast you, returns that fuel your soul, returns that fuel who you should be, that like they fuel you as a person. You get what I'm saying? So. Are they are they relationships that that take from you? Are they relationships that steal from you? Like they steal you. They steal you of your energy. They rob you of your energy. Remember, I talked about moments ago that when we are people that make decisions and we go towards things that uh, where where thieves and burglars can come in and destroy it. That's not something where we want to put our hearts at. That's not where we want to lay our treasures in. OK, so again, I ask you. Do we do you have any relationships that that steal from you and they may not even be aware that they're stealing from you? But do you have relationships that drain you? Maybe a, a certain person or certain people that that just they drain you of your energy or they're, they're toxic 
or something in your life is toxic right now or whatever that may be. You got to think about those things because, again, it's all about protecting our heart, preserving our heart. Okay. now there may be times where we come across a situation that is that can be intense. And I don't want to come across as saying that, oh, you just run away from every situation that is, you know, intense and, you know, and and, uh, very overwhelming, heavy, things like that. There are times where, hey, we got to face the heat. There are times we got to take the heat and there are times where, you know, we need to we we need to we need to hmm, what's the word I can say? Uh, We need to suit up, you know, straight up. We need to suit up and we need to make sure that we are tough enough, mentally speaking, mentally and emotionally speaking, spiritually speaking, that we are diversely, diversely equipped to handle that situation, to be able to handle that situation appropriately, accurately and thoroughly. I want to make sure I choose my words wisely. We got to be equipped on all fronts, not just physically equipped, but I'm talking about mentally equipped, emotionally and spiritually equipped, all versions, all types, all aspects of equipped to be able to handle any situation put in front of us. Again, there's there'll be some times it's going to be heavy. Again, as I mentioned, 2020 has been a heavy year for everybody to some degree. Okay, so there are times where we're going to be put under some pressure. And I believe it's safe to say that 2020 has put some pressure on a lot of people and including yours truly. But that's what helps to make us. That's what helps to shape us. And that's what helps to mold us into the person that we need to be. You know, you think about uh, people that uh, crush grapes in a vineyard. Okay, you you know, I, I haven't studied. I haven't done a deep dive study on the process of what happens of. Uh, when you crush a grape, but I'm just going to keep it very elementary and say that obviously when you crush the grapes, obviously some stuff comes out. (laughs) I believe it's safe to say that, but I can also tell you that when you are being crushed, I want you to really think about the, the, all the impurities, all of the, the things that hold you back, the burdens, the, the, the heaviness, the anxiousness, the, the, the worries, the concerns, the cares, the doubts, the fears, the failures, all that stuff, all that crap. Yes, I said crap. Be- I, yeah, yes, I just went PG on you because, yes, this podcast has now been rated PG because it is phenomenally gangster. All right. Yes. So when you have all of that crap coming out of you, it, it is it is helping you to travel more lightly. It is helping you to travel lighter. Okay, and by that, I mean so that way you don't have to carry burdens. And if for whatever reason, if the burden, if and when and should the burden come up again, then you just you just get get the burden off of you. Give it to the one that can carry the burden for you. Okay, so because we have been meant to travel lightly, we have been meant to travel uh, with a not a lot of unnecessary weight and by that i mean the care uh, the cares of life and things like that that's what i mean by that because when we are carrying the, the the weight of the world on our shoulders when we're carrying the weight of the world on our back when we are carrying uh, our lives in such said manner uh, again that's when stress can occur and, and if it happens now i get it we all have stressful moments 
Okay, now, I, that's not what I, I'm not saying. We're going to be 100% stress free for the rest of our lives. We it is one thing to have stressful moments, but I'm talking about perpetual, continued stress. When we get to that point, that's when that heart starts to get affected. That's when the heart rate starts to be compromised. That's when blood pressure starts to go up. Most people get you know high blood pressure. I mean, there are some that have low blood pressure, but most people get, you know, high blood pressure or a higher blood pressure. Blood sugar levels start going up. Okay, so that's why I say it's very important that we are cognizant of these things and are cognizant of being people that preserve our hearts. Being people that preserve our hearts, being people that put our treasures, we invest and reinvest our treasures in the right relationships and invest and reinvest our treasures in regards to our finances, right? Putting our finances in the right things. And when it comes to, yes, making nutritional choices, making great fitness choices, okay? We are putting our treasures in, when when we are uh, talking about the fitness aspect, the nutritional aspect, we are putting our treasures into five years down the road, 10 years down the road, 15, 20 years down the road. So that way, when we are of an older age, or as I like to say, a wiser age, yes, I like to say wiser instead of older. That's just what I do and how I be. When we are a people of a wiser age, we want to be able to move as best as we can. Again, it's all about functionality at the end of the day. It's all about being able to function and being able to feel comfortable and free moving and doing all sorts of things like that. Okay, don't let age be a limit for you. Okay, I'm gonna tell you that right now. I, I have, whew, I am so glad. I have wanted to say this. Do not believe the lie that age is a factor in terms of that it should limit you to what you what you can do and what you can't do. Okay, now I get it. Some things may change. There may be sometimes you have to adjust. I, I totally get that. But don't let that limit you. Don't let that stop you. Don't let that stop you from doing what you may have set out to do. Yeah, you may have to change your workout regimen. You may have to change something in your nutrition. nutrition. You may have to drink more water. You may have to stretch more, but do not let that age be that stumbling block that stops you from going from A to B, whatever that A to B is for you, from going to X to Y and Y to Z. Don't let that be a stumbling block for you. Age is nothing but a number. Yes, I said it. As, as someone who used to have a, a popular R&B song, and may she rest easy, age is just a number. It's all about the mindset. It's all about the mindset behind what we do. Again, you may have to make some changes. I get it. As we do get older, yes, there are some certain things in the body that do change. I totally get it. And there, it may be certain things you can't do anymore or you may, maybe can't do it as good anymore. But don't let that stop you from being a limitless person. Don't let that stop you from trying to see what your what your fullest potential could be. Okay, all right. That's just a quick sidebar moment. Had to had to had to say all of that for somebody out there. And and don't let other people's limitations be projected on you because that happens every day and we don't even realize it. And I get it. It's, It's one thing to allow people to express themselves allow people to express themselves freely and to uh, you know, to say what they need to say. 
But be mindful of what they're saying and don't let that don't let that be projected onto you. If it's something that you don't want to receive, really analyze what's being said and you either receive it or you reject it. You either receive it or you reject it. Okay, it's, it, it, it happens every day. We need to be people that receive the right information. We need to be people that say, you know what? Yes, I can do this. I can do this exercise. I can do that exercise. I, I am not going to let anyone stop me. I'm not going to let anyone be a hindrance to me. I'm not going to let any statement or any lie or a liability, limitation, whatever. I'm not going to let it stop me. I am not going to let it hinder me, period. And then you just start working towards that thing. Just start working towards that goal. Okay. See, again, with that type of mindset, we put our hearts, we put our treasures in the right, in the right frame of mind, in the right mindset. We put our treasures into that house that I was talking about earlier. That house that to where nobody can break in and steal all that you built up. And hey, you can build this house up as big as you want to build it. Think about that. What if you could build something to where every brick that you lay, every piece of wood frame that you put on the house, the windows, the bathroom. And again, I'm metaphorically speaking, the, 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 the floors, the, 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 the walls, everything, everything about your house. What if you could build a house that literally nobody could break into? Oh, I'm quiet on purpose. I want you to think about that. What if you could build something like that, that nobody can break into? It can't be compromised. It can't be tampered with. It is possible. I am here to tell you that it is possible. That is possible. It is not just a theory. It is truth. But only if you truly believe that you can build that house. And, it can, and if it is built on rock and not on sand, it can be a house that will last forever. A house that you can be proud of. A house that you could continue to build on and build on until it gets to that point where it's like, man, I am proud of the house that, that I built because of the decisions that I've made, because of the sacrifices that I've made. Because of the constant and frequent changes that I've made. Because of the success that I continue to achieve. Once again, success. Deliberately dying to yourself. Deliberately, constantly, frequently, consistently dying to yourself. So that way you can achieve an outcome. So that way you can achieve outcomes that are greater than yourself. And when we can operate from that mindset, a successful mindset of laying our heart in places that cannot be tampered with, it cannot be compromised, nobody can take from it. That is when you can feel more comfortable, you can feel more secure in knowing who you are, you can feel more comfortable and secure in what you have built that it can't be taken away from you. It, it's just, it is one of the most greatest fulfilling things to feel in this entire world. And I am telling you that it is possible for you to do something such as that. 
But along the way, it's something that you will need to grow in enjoying it. It is a journey. Continue to grow in that. Look at that as an art. Look at it as a form of art when you are building a house as such. When you are building a legacy that can't be tampered with. When you are putting your treasures in the right and in, in, in when you're going in the right direction and putting your treasures in the right treasure chest, there's nothing but great satisfaction that comes from that. The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. So in last week's episode, in episode number eight, I talked about creating space. I talked about we got to be able to constantly and consistently take steps back from any situation that we have been involved in, any situation that we are currently involved in, and even taking steps back and thinking about the future, reflecting about the past in a positive manner, obviously. Because if we don't take the steps back and reflect and breathe and take many breaths to breathe, We can be people that can be sucked into that ultra vacuum cleaner. We can be people that can be subconsciously sucked into the world and the contents of the world and not even realize it. We can allow that type of stuff to alter our mindset. We can allow it to change us into people that we don't want to be. We can allow it to have us be people that grow in bitterness. We grow in resentment, growing in hatred. Growing in, I'm tired. I'm emotionally drained. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm this. I'm that. I'm, and when I say tired, it's not just physically tired. I'm emotionally tired. I'm mentally tired. I'm spiritually tired. I am just drained. That's why I say we got to be able to be people that can constantly take steps back, constantly reflect, and taking those vacations every week. By vacations, I mean taking a break from the world. Now that's not the only answer that is available for one to make sure that they preserve their sanity. Uh, again, I'm just saying that as an example. That is one way to, you know, preserve your heart and to, you know, gain the right perspective, making sure that you take steps back and really think about each and every situation. It's like, okay, uh, you know, I'm a sports team. Uh, man, I, I reflect back on how I won this championship. Man, you know, I, I think about the, the years and the years of practice and the hard work that I put in. Or man, I, I think about the grades that I made in school. Man, I think about how 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 I got there and the the time I put in, the studying, the the effort, the the sweat, the blood, the tears, all that stuff. Or I think about me personally, how I reflect on going to a six month personal training school and how I uh, and and the the growth that I had there, the things that I learned, the the challenges that were amongst me. Uh, during that time in terms of growing in that content and applying that content, just the new things that I've learned, just all that type of stuff, just reflecting on anything. Those are a few examples. We got to be people that constantly do that because it is a contributing factor towards allowing us as people to have the right perspective and grow in having the right perspective, continuing to grow in having that right perspective and maintaining that perspective. Because we can be people that we can make all the right decisions in the world. 
but still be in a body of darkness. Catch what I just said. We can be people that make all the right decisions in the world, but our bodies are full of darkness. So in essence, basically, it it means that we're not having the right perspective on something. We're not having the right perspective. So, again, as I just mentioned, the eye is the lamp of the body. The eye is the lamp of the body. You know, the phrase where people say mostly people say it in sports. Wherever the uh, wherever the head goes, the body follows. Wherever the head goes, the body follows. Wherever the head goes, the body follows. The eye is the lamp of the body. So if we can be people that can see clearly through the eyes of our heart, when we can see clearly, we, when we can see and have the right perspective on any situation, on the relationship, about our jobs, about our businesses, about our careers, about our, our servitude, about our giving, about anything. We can be people that can be full of light. Our bodies will be full of light. And there are a lot of us out there right now. We think we're in the light, but we're really we're in the darkness. We're, we're not taking steps back and really objectively looking at the situation. We're not asking other people. We're not having wise counsel around us, bouncing questions, bouncing Thoughts off of another person in regards to a situation. Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about that? I got X, Y, Z going on. I got ABC going on. What should I do? And maybe you don't take the advice or maybe you just ignore the advice or maybe you just don't have any counsel. Maybe you just don't ask anybody. You say, well, I, 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 I got this. I got this covered. I don't need no help. Well, that's why I say we got to be people that are well-trained. We got to be well trained and have a great council of people around us. Again, this is this is still in reference to the the, uh, the treasures, the treasures where our heart is or where our treasure is. There our heart is also. So it's basically about what we value, who we value, even who we value counts for that as well. Who we spend our time with, where we take our treasures with us. The people that we spend time with, again, think about what kind of dividends do you get in return and just be objective. Just be flat out, brutally honest. What kind of dividends do you get in return from whomever that you spend your time with? You got to look at that type of stuff. You got to be able to answer accurately and thoroughly. And the the answer that you get, is it in line with your purpose? Do they kind of push you towards your purpose? Do they fuel you towards your purpose? Or do they take you in a different direction? You got to be able to know these things. Got to be able to answer that. Got to be able to understand that in this thing called life, there's levels to this. I know someone said it in a rap song. There's levels to this thing. And I'm a person that believes that if we spend our 24 hours the same way, let's say, let's say two years have gone by. If we are spending our 24 hours the exact same way that we did 24 years, or I should say two years ago, it might be a problem. Now, I understand there are some things that you keep in terms of routine and things that keep you timelessly successful. And I use the word timelessly in, in brackets, open brackets and closed brackets. Those things that keep us timelessly successful, i.e. working out, i.e. taking a break from the world, rest. Those are just a couple of examples. OK. We got to be able to take steps back and reevaluate that as well. So 
when we can be people that can do these things, we are people that know what it means to have the eye be the lamp of the body. And when I became more and more seasoned and more and more trained on how to find a woman in terms of uh, dating and then uh, and then uh, hoping that she will be the wife, I'm not saying that I'm there yet, but once I know that I have the knowledge, then I can put it into action, obviously, at the right time. And then, of course, you know, you, you get you get the outcome that is desired. With preparation, with time, with growth, with purging, all that good stuff. Okay, so back to what I was talking about. Who do we value? Where uh, where are we laying our treasures down? Because, again, where we lay our treasures, there our heart is also. And again, we got to be able to preserve that championship. Got to be able to protect that championship like a bear and a lion protect their respective cubs. You got to be able to guard that. You can't just let any old person into your heart. As I mentioned, peace, you got to let peace be the bodyguard. Peace be the bodyguard. Allow peace to be the bodyguard of your heart. Because peace is going to stand there real tough. And it's going to analyze, it's going to screen, and it's going to scan any person or anything that tries to get into your heart. And it's up to you if you allow peace to say, all right, yeah, let that person in. All right, yeah, let this thing in or let this business deal in or let let this opportunity in. It's up to you whether if you say yay or nay. So we got to be able to know what to let in and know what not to let in. It takes a, you know, and again, it takes wisdom and it takes growth in applying these things. And that's why I said earlier, we need counsel. We've got to be able to have counsel because protecting our heart, we can't just do this stuff on our own. And as I said earlier, it's not just limited to just eating the right foods and meal prepping and five, six meals a day. Although that that is a huge component in terms of uh, in terms of taking care of our heart, carbs, fats, proteins, as I talked about earlier in one of the previous episodes. When I dissected and broke down what each means, what a carbohydrate means, what a fat means, what a protein means. That stuff is important, too. But as I mentioned earlier, this, I believe, is as equally as important. Being able to know what type of value decisions we need to make in order to preserve our heart, in order to protect our heart. So that way, stress doesn't come in. And when I say stress, I'm talking about just not allowing a barrage, uh, just a monstrosity amount of stress to come in. Yes, there will be times where we'll have stressful moments. And I would say there's even, it is, I don't know if I say okay, but it is okay to have pressure. We are, we are people that need to be pressured. And then, you know, people talk about good stress or whatnot. I would like to say pressure because we need to be pressured so that way we can become the diamonds that we are called to be. We got to be able to be crushed. Got to be able to be crushed to get those impurities out of us, to get old thoughts, old habits out of us. So that way we can be more refined into the person that we're supposed to be into the people that we are called to be. So being a person that has a, a clear eye, clear vision, clear perspective means everything. It means absolutely everything. 
And, and in this world, in this day and age that we live in, we got to fight for that. And I'm just going to be real. We can't be soft. We can't be soft about this type of stuff. You know, if there are some people that we need to eliminate in our lives, if there are some people that we need to reduce in our lives, whatever it may be, whatever it takes, take no prisoners when it comes to that and show no mercy when it comes to that. Do what has got to be done legitimately to protect your sanity, to preserve your heart, a.k.a. preserve your championship. Again, so that trophy can stand on the top of the hill. It can shine, it can glisten, and it can glossen where it just lights up the whole world. Because let me tell you something, when we are people that, when we are people that are trying to be the light of the world and our light is dim, it means that we need to go back to the drawing board and we need to reevaluate, okay, why is my light dim? How did I allow my light to get dim who did i allow into my circle or what decisions did i make or what did i not do to keep my light fluorescent like because here's the thing when it comes to being people of the light we got to be able to be a light that shines so bright to where it blinds the next person and and that's that takes a lot of work that takes a lot of growth it takes a lot of uh, meekness I said meekness, not weakness. I said meekness. M is a Matthew, E-E-K-N-E-S-S. Meek, M-E-E-K, meekness. And some people think it's weak to be meek. Well, as I've heard in a rap song, try being meek for a week. <laughs> try being meek for a week. So yeah, there are times when we got to turn the other cheek every single day and maybe every single week. There are times that we got to turn the other cheek. And it might not even feel sleek. It might not feel magnifique. Yes, I felt like I wanted to rap a little bit there. So you can catch what I'm saying. When we are people that can be kind like that, when we can be people that can show that type of heart, can produce that type of treasure towards any person put in front of us, we'll have somebody, we'll have that person walking away thinking, and maybe not every one of them will do it. Maybe not all of them will do it, but at least one of them. They're going to walk away thinking, man, that person, what they did, what they said, that was next level. I ain't never had anyone do that or say that. That's the kind of impact that we as people are supposed to have. That is the kind of impact that we as people are called to have. See, we can be people that say that we're kind and we're gentle and we're this and we're that. And I'm cool with that. That's great. But we are still a lot of us are still operating at a point where, oh, I'm kind. I'm gentle until you push me. Until you get me to this point, because if you do, I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut you. I'm going to have my way with you. I'm going to flex on you. I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you experience my wrath. I'm going to show you who I am. I'm going to show you who I is. I'm going to get the last word in this argument. I'm going to get the last word in the situation. I'm going to show you that I'm going to win. And the problem with a lot of us, we don't know how to lose in order to win. We think that every time we got to win in order to win. And I am telling you that sometimes we got to lose in order to win. We got to lose in order to win. There are times we got to swallow our pride. We got to swallow our pride. There are times that we need to not respond to foolishness. There are times that we just need to be quiet. That's one way we can preserve our hearts. Just be quiet. It, it, it depends on the situation. It depends on what's going on. 
don't get your sometimes we just don't need to get ourselves involved into a certain situation that that's one way we can preserve our heart preserve our uh preserve that stress not not getting involved in certain situations so that way we won't stress out so that way we won't curse anybody out so that way we won't dog anybody out we got to be able to know when to hold them and we got to know when to fold them we got to know when to speak up we got to know when to keep it quiet okay we got to be able to know and discern which situation is which and we got to stop being people that we try to flex all the time. And by flex, I mean, like I say, we trying to we trying to get the last word. We trying to show this person, man, I got to win. I got to get the last word. I got to get this argument in. I got to I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to be justified. Now, sometimes, yes, you do need to explain the situation that you you know actually and that calls for all times we need to explain the situation we need to say hey this is right this is wrong absolutely but then there are those other situations where we need to just you know step back just be quiet and not you know not cause a scene and not allow things to erupt all right quick little semi sidebar there but at the end of the day who are you focused on who, who do you value? Where is your treasure? Is your treasure legit? Is your treasure eternal? Where is your heart? Where is your heart laid at right now? Think about the people in your life. Think about where you lay your treasure. So for me, my treasures are this podcast. This podcast is one of my treasures. I got to spend time focusing on this podcast. And me being a physical therapy tech, that is one of my treasures. My relationship with God, that's one of my treasures, you know, and the people that I choose to spend my time with, those are my treasures, right? So we got to be able to look at the things like that and, and objectively discern where our treasures lie, because if we are putting our treasures in, in whether it be people or situations that, that to where they shouldn't be, again, that's where my treasure is going to be stolen. Moth and rust and all sorts of things are just going to devalue that championship. They're going to devalue that trophy. They're going to devalue that championship ring that is your heart. Now, it's one thing if you make the mistake and acknowledge it and correct it and move forward. Yes, absolutely. You know, there are times when our hearts need to be put back together. Our hearts are shattered in millions and millions of pieces but i am here to tell you if that is you hearts can be renewed and hearts can be restored no matter what no matter how thick the situation is no matter how thick the situation was no matter how broken you may be hearts can be renewed and hearts can be restored absolutely absolutely hearts can be restored and when we can have hearts that can be restored, it's almost like you're starting from scratch. It's almost like, OK, thank God I got through this. Now let's begin this new chapter of my life and let's 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 get some new treasures. Let's get some new, new and renewed treasures up in this heart so I can get to where I got to go. So I can be that ultimate person so I can have and display that ultimate understanding.
All right, so let's do a quick recap. So we talked about, oh, homeo, homeo, wherefore, heart, thou homeo. And then we talked about the eye being the lamp of the body. If our eye is good, then we are people that are full of light. Our bodies are full of light. But if our eye is bad, our bodies are full of darkness, basically meaning that we do not have the right perspective on things. We are uh, making the right decisions, but we are in darkness if we have a, a dark perspective or if we have a wrong tweet perspective, if you will. So we got to be able to know where we're laying our treasures and what kind of returns are we getting? What kind of dividends are we receiving in regards to the types of treasures that we are laying down? Where are our hearts? As I said, where our treasures are, there our hearts are also. So wherever we are laying our treasures, that's where we are laying our hearts. Again, we're talking about preserving our hearts, preserving that championship. Yes, I've said it many times. So we got to be able to constantly take steps back, breathe, breathe how many ever times you need to breathe in order to protect that trophy, to protect that championship. We got to be able to have wise counsel, as I mentioned earlier in this episode. We got to be able to have people that help us see things that we don't see. I know that I can't see things by myself. And like I said, when I was having my old approach towards dating and, and I was not well trained in what to look for and what not to look for, when I was focused mainly on physical attraction only, I may have thought about the other traits, you know, good personality and this, that and the other and, you know, church going girl, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but really wasn't well trained in it. So you got to be people that are well-trained and through that, the, the, the counsel comes through that as well. So when we have those green light checks on the to-do list, it puts our hearts in a better position. And we are people that are full of the light. We are people that have the eye being the lamp of the body, seeing clearly with the right perspective. It, it, there are times that, you know, we're going to fail. We're going to fall short of the mark. We're going to miss it. But it's being able to recognize it, being able to acknowledge it, and then being able to uh, move forward in the right direction. See, when I've had, you know, certain mentors share certain things with me, it helped me to see life in a whole new different light. I can remember years ago when I read the book, The Purpose Driven Life, I can remember sitting down. It was over 10 years ago. It was probably maybe 2009, maybe 2010, but I want to say 2009 was probably the year. I remember after I read that book, I, I felt like I came out a completely different person. I, I felt like even before I read the book, I was an entirely different person. The only thing that was the same was my name and the clothes that I wore that day. I felt like everything else about me changed. I felt like I could not look at the world the same. And then I read it again, maybe oh, five or six years later, somewhere in there. And then I took notes. I took, uh, I took notes and just kind of documented what I read and just felt like I put down what was on my heart. And same thing, it, it, it changed me again. So when I did that, I was able to reflect back on the first time I read it. I was able to grow some more. So, you know, sometimes when we read a book twice, we're able to 
even have more growth from it. Just because we read something again doesn't mean that we're not going to grow because we can be in different seasons, read the same thing a year later, shoot, even two months later and even get something new out of it. Catch something new that we didn't catch the first time. So when we can be people that can operate in that manner, woo, we can be people that are full of the light at all times and keeping that light shining fluorescently. Well, we're going to talk about that in a whole nother episode. We're going to talk about at some point, we're going to talk about what it means to be the light and how to keep that fluorescent light shining at all times. No matter what's going on, even if you're going through, you'll go through. Even if all the stuff, if all the ducats ain't lined up in a row, you still can be able to shine that light. You can still fluorescently shine your light so bright to where it bling blinds the next person to where it shows the next person. I got the real bling bling. That's what being the light is all about. All right. So that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. But before we retire today, I just want to give you guys an update. I want to make sure that I officially say this. So we have one new platform for this podcast. Now, if you're ready to know what that is, let's do a drum roll, please. Yeah, that was kind of like a gargling drum roll because that's just, you know me, I do bootleg stuff. That's just what I do. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people all over the world, the Ultimate You Podcast is officially now on iHeartRadio. So, wherever you get your podcast, if you get your podcast on Google, if you get your podcast on Apple, if you get your podcast on Spotify, if you get your podcast on Stitcher, if you get your podcast now on iHeartRadio, be sure that you click the subscribe button or you click the follow button, whatever the button says on that platform. Be sure that you click that notification so that way you can be the first to know that whenever an episode drops, you'll be amongst the first to know. Yes, I know I already said that, but hey, that's just what I do. So appreciate you guys tuning in to the episode of the podcast. My name is BDB. I hope that you will continue to join me on this series when next week we're going to keep this series rolling. But until then, y'all stay pruned and y'all stay tuned till next week. Till then, signing out.